Blog Talk Radio. Again, to Madam Perry Salon, the podcast where fascinating people meet. I'm your host, your groove mistress, and your cruise director, Madam Perry, but you can call me Jen, Jennifer, JP Perry. I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy that you are too. And uh, boy, you know, I've got to say, I feel like the luckiest gal in the world with this podcast because I always have. I do have fascinating people on as guests, and some of them I reach out to, and they surprise me and say, yeah, I'd love to. And then sometimes they come and find me, and uh, that's cool as well, and uh, it's good. So tonight is no exception. Fascinating guest. But first, I'm going to introduce my co-host. She was here last week. Now, last week we had author, actor, director, producer, Brianne Davis. Her hot new book is Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict. And um, my co-host that night was author Jennifer Irwin. And Jennifer Irwin, if I can get, is, is here with me again tonight. Jennifer, welcome back. Hi, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I, I'm very excited. I am thrilled to have you back. Last week was so much fun. Brianne Davis, you know, I've I've got to say this. I love all my guests, and they're all fascinating. Each one is different, whether it's a, whether, you know, some of my guests, as you know, Jennifer, are, they might be an author, an actor, like we had Arden Marine from um, Netflix's Insatiable on a few months back, Uh, DC Glenn from Tag Team that does sprinkles at the end of the Geico commercial, and... (laughs) Uh, and then sometimes I have NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory specialists, technicians, or uh, sociologists or historians, and they're all fascinating in their own way. But I have to tell you, sometimes, you know, no matter what people say or think or what the um, what the what should I say? Now I don't want to say prejudice. The, the presupposition is I often find sometimes the the more success a guest has had. Often they're the ones that are easiest to work with and promoted even more than I do. And so I'm always overwhelmed and humbled and, and grateful for that, too. But you've got, we talked before, you've got, your brand new book is out, Address the Color of the Moon. Congratulations. I know it officially launches, it's officially published on um, October 30th. October 30th, yeah, it releases. It's on pre-order right now, and reviews are starting to come in, the advanced reviews, and so far, all five stars, so I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled. Gosh, so am I. I've seen some. And um, I was going to read one, if you wouldn't be um, embarrassed. Uh, or no, you wouldn't be no, embarrassed. I, mean, I love this. Is no. These are the people that love you. But tell for people, uh, if there's anybody left who is not familiar with your first book, first book Address the Color of the Sky, and and. and Address the Color of the Moon is a standalone book. You don't have to read the first book, but 
it's good because you're following the same character. So if you would just give us a little yeah, it's little a, it's thumbnail. a sequel. Yeah, so Prudence is a sex addict, and in the first book, she's going through rehab, and you learn her backstory and find out what happened and how she ended up where she is. And there's a cast of characters in rehab, so it's like Girl Interrupted meets Orange is the New Black. Then I go, I take her Prudence, um, the protagonist, and she's just checked out of rehab, and she's got a new set of skills and has a big mess she has to clean up and a relationship she has to mend with her son. And um, so... That's basically what happens in book two, um, Address the Color of the Moon. I bring some of the characters over, and some of their wheels come off the bus, and she finds strength in, in some unlikely places, um, challenges French, her friendship with her best friend. So um, there's a lot of very relatable things happening in the story, and, and so far people are loving it. I've got to say, too, this, this is a section of one of the uh, Goodreads. It's a great place to find book reviews, especially if you're looking to read a book um, and, and you want to know for sure, is, is this, is this going to appeal to me? And one of the things I see people say often about uh, your new book and Address the Color of the Sky is that they're surprised. It's not what they expect, and they really fall in love. One um, one reader says, my hope for every book I dive into is to look at myself in the story and the characters. And I love it when you cannot put it down and time stops for a bit while you enter their world. In the first book of the series, Address the Color of the Sky, the author opened my eyes to a different world and I became a huge fan of Prudence, the main character. I became her friend and I wanted to succeed and I definitely got lost in the story. And then this is Caps. But this book... The author outdid herself <laughs> this time. If you've read this one, haven't you? <laughs> I yeah, love the cast. Yeah, uh, this <laughs> book. The author outdid herself this time. I had my ideas on what I wanted to have happen to Prue and her friends, and oh boy, did this story twist away. <laughs> I find myself mad, concerned, in love, crying, discussing the story with my family because it did not leave my thoughts. And I had to keep reading because Aww. I had to know what happens but I did not want it to end. For me, that is the true test of a caps again, great book. And if so, and so when it did end, I was hit by that conflicting feeling of love for the novel. And I'm just going to leave it right there. If you want to go to Goodreads and read that review or just go ahead <laughs> or to the book, you can because I'm sharing it everywhere where to get it. So Congratulations, Jennifer. Thank you so and, much uh, for that. And thank you. I'm I'm, I, I'm very pleased with these reviews that are coming in. I'm I'm actually I'm over the moon. So it's really great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, let me go ahead to and introduce. I'm so glad that you were here to co-host with me in the genie bottle, and uh, for tonight's guest, she is the co-host of we're oh we're our only fans podcast, the world's first podcast about OnlyFans, um, and she's a business owner, and I am just, um, I don't know if you've ever heard this podcast, but I am just smitten with it. This has been my road companion for several days, and so I am thrilled to introduce here for the first time in the genie bottle that is Madame Perry Salon, Adelia Ack. Hi, thank you. Um, I just thought I would mention, um, I actually have a pod, a new podcast now that's called That's Offensive, where I am a solo co-host. Um, it's That's Offensive, capital O-F, actually just came out today. Okay, That's Offensive. Congrats. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, 
when I was doing the uh, uh, some studying on you, I found that, but but you're um, uh, the person that that reached out to me to book you on the show. Uh, she didn't mention that, so um, yeah, <laughs> give her ten demerits for that. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. It's it's it's, 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 it's a great job. She, she's fantastic to work with. But anyway, uh, so introduce you to uh, Jennifer Irwin, uh, my client and co-host. Hi. Hi. Congrats nice on your you. new show. That's fantastic. That's awesome. You went Thank out on you. your own. So, what's the and premise of the show? So the show is very similar to the last one. Um, It's a lot about OnlyFans, personal growth, mental health, but also kind of exploring um, the things I'm finding out about myself through OnlyFans. So it's like, for example, I just found out I'm bisexual by making like OnlyFans content with girls. So I kind of like take a deep dive into that and explore, explore all of those kinds of things. Yeah, that's great. It's all about personal growth. If I, we all have to keep doing it. Absolutely. Definitely. And by the way, Adil, just so you know, so you haven't got to get uh, confused between two Jennifers, you can call Jennifer Jennifer and call me JP. Or, JP? Okay, perfect. <laughs> that's what musicians call me. And I figure every other skill you have, you must be a musician too. So um, So what kind of, what was your first guest today that you had on your show? Um, actually, I did a solo episode. Um, it was just a lot of me talking to myself, which I feel like I already do a lot on a daily basis. So <laughs> it was just introducing me, my life story, um, talking about OnlyFans, kind of taking a different approach than I did on the last podcast, because um, I think on the last podcast, I just assumed since I've had such a great experience with OnlyFans that that's everyone's experience. But um, I'm diving a little more into that, saying, you know, it really isn't for everybody. So I just want to educate people on why it might be for you or why it might not. I'm not I, – I don't know much about OnlyFans. I know a lot of people ask me if I have one, and I have sons your age. So I don't think that would really go over that well with my um, <laughs> with my boys. <laughs> like, mom has mm-hmm. an OnlyFans account. Um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> – I, I, I think it's more young. I, I'm, I'm guessing. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I do get people asking me, and I, I laugh out loud when anybody asks me, like when I see a private <laughs> message, like, "Hey, do you have an OnlyFans account?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> but yeah, but a lot of my son's friends have them, and I know that they make money and they do well. So yeah, so it's mm-hmm. being an entrepreneur. It's what it's all about. It really and, is. I think like fans has given girls. Like, I think it finally gives us the opportunity to regain some of that power and close part of the wage gap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And manage your, own, manage your own stuff so you're not giving somebody else a percentage of it and you're um, deciding what you want to do and you're, you're um, in control of your own career. And it's kind of, that's really great. Exactly. You know, this morning. How do you um, make money? Hmm. How does sorry, it work? What? I don't even know. Well, let How me do they make money? I'm sorry. That's one of my the topics to talk to, to uh, Delia about is how to turn, or this is what she talks to us about, how to turn social currency into income. And you've got a fan base of over 600,000 people. Yeah, I do. Um, I mean, I keep getting accounts deleted on, like, Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that, but just on OnlyFans alone, between my three accounts, I have, I think, over 700,000 subscribers. <laughs> so, 
that's pretty uh, a pretty big number. Um, and I think the best way, I mean, with OnlyFans, a lot of it is about, like, differentiating yourself. Like, anyone can make porn. Like, anyone can sell pit picks, but it's about, like, getting your personality out there so people want to buy from you specifically. And that's something I think mm-hmm. is really important for creators to do um, because a lot of creators who just focus on being, like, sexy on social media don't tend to do as well since it's, like, what differentiates you that makes people want to buy. Got it. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Because the first person and maybe the only other person I know personally that has an OnlyFans account, I met her about four years ago, is Taylor's Forge. And she's known as a maker or costumer in the steampunk world and was even on the competition show, Steampunk. But she makes so many different kinds of costumes. And that's what her pictures mm-hmm. are of the different costumes that she creates of different characters. Mm-hmm. And that sets her apart. So now I understand what you're saying. But I will say this. While you're, um, this is another thing that's totally, I was talking to my husband this morning. We were having breakfast somewhere. And I said, I am just so impressed, more and more impressed with this woman as I listen to her podcast. Because you'll have the cutest names. Back on, we're only, our only fans. Oh, and, uh, I'm going to say, woof, woof, bitches. And um, I love it when y'all say that. I love it when y'all say that on there. Um, but anyway, when I listen to the uh, show, and if you look on Spotify where I listen to you, it's they have the coolest, coolest show titles. Uh, Temptation Morgan, Morgan that was on your friend that was on Temptation Island. Um, mm-hmm. See, bet on yourself, living young, wild and free, the wolf of chlamydia, and uh, one of my <laughs> to- toxic peasants. Um, listen, I'm a freak magnet. I know toxic peasants. Um, a street, oh, yeah. but one of my favorites. One of my favorites, in fact, I was out listening to some music this week, and I was telling a woman uh, about your show, and I said, one of my favorite titles on there is Papa Titty, Open a Business. These are all fun show <laughs> episode titles, but you get, and you guys have fun, but you get some serious information. You women are, you're like some kind of CEOs from the uh, car driving Wall Street. You know your business inside and out. Yeah, I mean... I mean, honestly, with OnlyFans, it really is like running your business. And OnlyFans, I mean, for some people, there's like, you know, a ticker, like they want to do it for a few years and then they want to spend money on something else. I want to do it so people just don't want to like buy my content anymore. (laughs) I don't know when that'll (laughs) be. Yeah, no, that's great. It's just so stupid in my, well, not for everyone, but at least for me to pass up money where it's like it can fund all my other business ventures. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. I would have been able to make my old podcast woof or my new podcast that's offensive um, without having the funds from OnlyFans. You know, before I was kind of like living paycheck to paycheck and OnlyFans has given me financial freedom to really explore what I'm passionate about in life. And I never thought I'd be able to do the things I'm doing right now. That's awesome. How often do you have to shoot on, only, on your own OnlyFans? Is it like every day or you have to have fresh material? Um, it's just about every day, um, that I make content, um, because, you know, people want to buy stuff every day. I think the only days I really skip or miss or something like that is when I'm just like really tired or burnt out or, you know, hung over or something like that. But, um, people on OnlyFans (laughs) want to buy content every day and that's actually how I make all my money because, uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't have a subscription price on my OnlyFans so that I can keep getting a lot of new traffic. 
That's great. Definitely. Very entrepreneurial. That is great. Because I do, what you're talking about, I think that was when I was listening to um, last week, we were talking about set up the studios uh, or your places where you shoot and the lights. And and I love the way you guys switch back and forth. I guess, like I said, I'm just, I don't care what anybody else my age says. I am fascinated and totally impressed with your generation. Uh, You'll be talking kind of goofy like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, repay as best as I can from what I heard in my memory um, from the shows. <laughs> you have these little things, you have these cute things where you have like little um, pretend like we caught a snippet of a, of a secret conversation before the show starts. Like, you know, well, I think his, uh, I was going to tell him that, and this is not a verbatim, that uh, I think his girlfriend, uh, the girl he's fucking really wants to fuck me too. So I'm thinking, okay, that bisexual thing is not a surprise to me. And, uh, or... <laughs> going to go see a, a hooker and then um then then kill her then get her in the car fuck her kill her and then get my money back you know you guys have the funniest <laughs> things but then you'll turn around with stuff like you know well the user interface and the number of hands and the set up the lights and this and that and i'm thinking dang they just go from high tech to just fun um mm-hmm. definitely <laughs> so i do think I used to, honestly, I used to take a lot of mushrooms for my last podcast, and it would just make oh, my God. mind go, like, every which direction. Um, I haven't done them for my new podcast yet because it's, like, very hard to stay on topic and, like, get all the points out <laughs> that I want to when I'm on mushrooms, but it's a lot more fun on mushrooms. <laughs> I said the male self. I think I need them. <laughs> <laughs> it does help, like... If you give your guests mushrooms or, like, encourage your guests to do mushrooms, this is what I used to do. I used to give a lot of the guests mushrooms. It's just, like, they can't stop talking. And it's really great because <laughs> you can just get more information out of them. <laughs> That's awesome. A little bit of word like vomit. Like truth serum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, I think, I don't know if you guys have ever done mushrooms, but mushrooms make you kind of feel like a kid. It gives you, like, a childlike attention span where you just want to talk about everything, anything. Like, everything seems so interesting. Um, so it gets the conversation flowing. Well, I haven't, but I'm curious. And somebody on, on Instagram <laughs> said, oh, well, I sell these mushroom candy bars, but they're $65 a case. Well, I don't want to buy a whole case at first. If I, you know, can you just send mm-hmm. me one? at first and then the other thing is if that's the kind of effect it has my husband needs to start traveling again because I'll drive him out of his rabbit ass mind if I start talking are are you sure those were hallucinogenic candy bars (laughs) sounds like it might be something else I I didn't order them I didn't order them but now he says come on $65 are you still there are you still there he keeps messaging me on Instagram are you still there so some of the things that that um that you were um, going to share with us, you know, the economics of OnlyFans, avoiding, and I, this is important because you, I know that anytime you see someone, especially a performer, entertainer, someone in the public eye, if they make it look mm-hmm. easy, that is a skill, and that is work that is, that is, that is honed and fine-tuned to make it look easy when you know it's not. And one of your topics I have for you um, or that you sent to me was avoiding burnout and breakdowns as a content creator. Yeah. I have burned out many, many times since I've been a content creator. I mean, honestly, I've just burned out a lot in my life. 
But um, I think one of the most important things to take into consideration, because it's like when you manage your own business, it's almost harder to take breaks. I mean, it's not almost. It's definitely harder to take breaks than when you're an employee for someone, because I used to work I for totally corporations. Yeah, yeah. It, I used to work for corporations before I started an OnlyFans, started the podcast and anything like that. And it's like when I was off of work, my mind was off of it. I was like, fuck this job, this sucks. <laughs> but it's like now that I really like what I do and I see the money, I see the dollar signs, it's like all I want to do is work 24-7. And I think I worked for like three months straight, like every single day to the point where I burned out for like a whole month. I was just wow. a little depressed. I- sleeping 24-7, and, you know, I don't think that's the most efficient use of anyone's time. Like, I'm, I was supposed to actually go on a content trip this weekend. I was supposed to go to Portland, Oregon, and I'm turning it down because I've just been doing so many things. I think that I just need a little bit of me time. So I might not – I might be getting less work. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, in my – I'm still arguing with myself. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, Adelia, if you went, you would have all these big collabs. You could make so much more money. But I'm, like, really trying to prioritize my mental health and, like, calm down a little bit. Like, the money will be there. No worries. <laughs> I can make that later. I can collab with these girls later. So it's it's a lot of in listening to yourself and, like, listening to your gut. And I think growing up, a lot of us are taught to ignore your gut, like, your instincts. Um, like growing up, I think I was gaslit a lot as a kid. So it's like that little voice that tells me to do things. I just learned to push it down and not trust it. So I'm having Mm -hmm. to like grow and start trusting it so that I am able to set these boundaries for myself and therefore preserve my mental health. No, I think that's a really good point because, um, I, I think women don't listen to their guts and their gut almost always tells them the truth. But if as kids you're told not to listen, you know, to your gut, that you don't have insight, that you don't know anything and are put down in that way, then it, it's hard to find that as an adult. So it's really good that you're doing that. And I totally get that drive and I have it myself and I see a lot of the TikTok people my kids are friends with and they're always doing content and you can get burned out and it is exhausting, but the money's very, you know, you want to make money while you can. So it's, it is, it's a catch 22. I get it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And the other thing is too, with like working that much is sometimes like you don't even realize you're burning out because the work is so fun. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it is really fun work, but it's like even if your mind is saying something and your body's tired, you you should listen to your body. <laughs> yeah, that's the absolute truth. How long does it take you every day to make your content? Like, how much time do you have to spend doing it? Um, it depends. Um, because like I have to come up like so with OnlyFans, I like to come up with storylines to get people interested. So I have to like think of that creative direction, um, and then I make like a little intro video, and then I, um, and then I you know make whatever content it is. So I mean I'd say it takes like maybe anywhere from like 30 minutes. Eh, I'd say around roughly 30 minutes. But then when you start collabing with people. And it takes a lot longer. 
because you have to, like, get mm-hmm. comfortable with the person you're collabing with. A lot of the time there's driving involved, like, mm-hmm. um, so take up to, like, three or four hours of my day to, like, collab with a person. Solo content definitely doesn't take as long, but I like to collab with people a lot more because it's just, you know, the more connections, the better. Yeah, and it makes your fans sort of, like, surprised when there's an extra special person there with you. Yeah, definitely. Like I think unexpected, I'm definitely yeah. now <laughs> with the amount of stuff I do there. <laughs> well, that's good. You know, when you were mm-hmm. talking to, to Morgan about Temptation Island, um, would you want to do that? Would you want to go on something like that? that I kind of show? used to want to be. I used to want to be on reality TV so bad, and I still would want a reality TV show, but I would want to be in control of it. Um, I just think a lot of these producers fuck with your mental health, and um, that's really something that I've been working on preserving. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, it would be super cool if I could have, like, a reality TV show, and I actually I, I thought a lot about this, like what a reality TV show would look like for me, because I don't know why more reality TV shows don't, fit the model of like Jersey Shore because Mm -hmm. I just think like the dynamics there are so funny it's like people going out people drinking I mean honestly I only drink once a month but like I allow myself to drink one weekend a month but other than that I take a lot of mushrooms I go out and like seeing that dynamic between friends so people feel like you're there with them that's the kind of reality tv show I would want with like cameras following me around and yeah there's drama but as much Mm -hmm. forced drama I think a lot of yeah, they're really fun to watch. And the reality TV shows like Temptation Island, I mean, I can't even watch them because they affect my mental health because I personally don't like watching the drama. Mm-hmm. So I would want a reality TV show that fits, like, something I would watch and I think would appeal to the masses. But, I mean, that that would take someone really believing in my vision here. So who knows <laughs> if that would even happen. <laughs> I don't know. Um Adelia, I see you. I see you producing your own, so you nobody, so nobody has to understand your ideas except for the people that you're telling what to do. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, once I have the money, because I mean, I'm making pretty good money now, but it's like you have to be making really good money to employ a whole staff and like people videotaping everything and having like quality production so when i have that money i'll probably make a youtube series or something like that just the cameras following me around <laughs> yeah that's now do you have anyone I, working for you right now do you have a, a, an assistant oh yeah i actually have uh managers who help me organize everything um the one thing that i would say like is one of my biggest weaknesses is just my organization skills and getting everything together because, like, I, I have ADD, and I'm allergic to Adderall, so there's not a whole lot to do about that. So I think my mind is scattered mm. all over the place. So they, my managers do everything that, like, I, you know, they basically take everything they can off my hands so I can really focus on the creative process. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're that's great really guys good. when it's cool, so it's not one of those instances where, like, I think they're going to do something shady or you know, it's just like guys I can trust because I've so I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I think that's hard to find. Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's that's neat. No, it sounds like you've done a lot of personal growth this year, which is really really great. Have you seen it reflect on your 
fans and how it's come across with your content and just being more confident and trusting in yourself? Um, I think my fans actually, yeah, my fans have definitely noticed somewhat of a difference um, with my content because I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've gone through a lot in the past year of just like becoming confident in myself. Like, I mean, I just probably had, like, five mental breakdowns this past week alone because, like, I never thought I'd be able to, like, do a podcast on my own. Like, I never really believed in myself enough to, like, try to do stuff on my own without having, like, someone as a crutch. So it's, like, if it Mm -hmm. fails, I'd be, like, well, together. But, like, now that it's all on me, it's taken a lot of growth and um, really believing in myself. Like, I mean, I know, like, my TikTok content has changed a lot. My Instagram content has changed a lot. I don't really listen to people's opinions too much on, like, whether they love or hate it. And, I mean, the numbers kind of speak for themselves. My fans okay. seem to really love it. Um, and that's how I know, like, through TikTok, through Instagram, like, really being myself, that's what gets my numbers to go up. Um, and also something I've been working on a lot is, like, self-love for the way I look. I've had body dysmorphia since, like, sixth grade. And one of the reasons I mm-hmm. love OnlyFans is because, like, in the first, for the first time in my life, I'm, like, I feel sexy sometimes. And I'm working on feeling sexy all the time. But I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. But the fact that sexy sometimes is a lot better than me feeling ugly all the time, which is what I felt, yeah. you know, before I, making I, I, I write about that subject in, in my book because... I suffer from that too, and I think a lot of women do. And um, self-love is really—it's hard to to achieve, but it's really important, and um, um, it makes you a lot happier in your own skin. Mhm, definitely. And I mean, I've had a lot of help. So I mean, I highly encourage like everyone to see a therapist, or if not a therapist, like a life coach, like someone that can just help you process, you know, whatever trauma that's making you feel the ways that you do about yourself. Um, I highly recommend, like, you know, I don't think anyone can really do it on your own. Like you, you grow Mm -hmm. with people sort of and help you and just building a good team around you. I mean, some people can do Mm -hmm. it on their own. I'm not one of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult. especially when you have, I'm sorry, go ahead, hon. Oh, I was just going to say, I would assume a lot of people don't have that, that mindset either. I feel like most people would want that extra help. Yeah, and as I was telling someone uh, recently, I said, you know, especially women's bodies play so many tricks on us with, you know, hormones and nature and different things like that that we can't control. And no matter how hard we try, and then we get frustrated, and that's just wrong. Even, even the magnificent goddess Sharon Stone once said, that once you get past an age like 45, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for if you get too thin, you know, your face looks bad. But then for your face to look good, you know, you have to get fat. So she says it's after 45, it's your face or your fanny. You got to take a, a choice. You know, you got to pick one. Yeah. And and she's the goddess mm-hmm. of Sharon Stone. You know, but we have so much. And sometimes it's more of us that go through that than we realize. By the way, this is a good time for me to stop and mention that if you are listening to us live tonight, and of course this show is available on several other platforms like uh, or apps like Spotify, Apple, um, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, but if you're listening tonight on Blog Talk Radio on October the 26th, 
and you want to call in and talk to us, especially talk to Adelia, the number is 646-716-9922. That's 646-716-9922. It's a toll-free call in the continental U.S. Block Talk Radio assures me. That's okay with you, isn't it, Adelia? Yes, definitely. (laughs) All right. Oh, and also, I always have to say, for the people who were at, we've all been here, people who have some kind of a job or situation where you can't make a phone call, just send me a message through Facebook, either on uh, Jennifer Maudette Perry or Madam Perry Salon, and I'll share it. And we have a call right here. So I want to say welcome to Madam Perry Salon. Come on in, introduce yourself, and say hello to Adelia and Jennifer. Yeah, hi ladies, how are you doing today? My name is Diana Bowaros and I'm a award winning singer, songwriter, filmmaker and author. As well as Diana Bowaros. <laughs> hi, Jennifer, you know doing? Diana. Oh yeah, 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 I do. That's right. Yes. You were on her show. <laughs> yeah. <Hi>. Yes, how <laughs> are you? I'm fine. How are you ladies? Good, good. Doing good. Do you have a question for Adelia? Yeah. So my question is how you are working on yourself to making yourself good for yourself and, of course, you will be to be your own fan. How are you doing that? Yeah. So I actually went through a lot of trial and error this year and finding a therapist who I thought was beneficial. Um So I I found a therapist who I think is, like, really good and is helping me through stuff. I also invested in a life coach, and my life coach is very spiritual and got me into some good habits. So for people who don't have access to, like, a life coach or a therapist, um, some of the things that I do are meditating every day. I journal. um, I kind of free journal a lot, um, trying to process things, um, and just taking that time to recover from uh, working, so just taking the time for myself. So I think those are the the biggest things that I've done, um, and starting to like listen to myself, my intuition, and um, building that relationship with myself. Wow, that's wonderful. That's what I recommend to everybody. I'm a life coach also, and oh, that's what uh-huh. I do for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as a as a matter of fact, right now I'm in Malibu, California, with my dog, and I'm enjoying my afternoon and I'm charging myself and you know I'm enjoying the view and everything this is the way to do it so you're doing absolutely awesome things yeah (laughs) beautiful that's great yes yeah and I always smile always smile always believe in yourself always have faith in yourself you listen to your intuition and everything is going to be fine and remember that you cannot change people around you. The only person you can change is yourself. Mm, of true. course. Well, you do such a good example for everything you you teach us, Diana. I have to say, you thank really you do. So much. Thank, thank you, thank dear. Thank you so much, lady. Yeah, All right. Well, thank you. Use your dog. Enjoy enjoy that <laughs> LA weather, and I'll talk to you soon, sweetie. Thank you so much for calling. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day, ladies. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. She is such a sweetheart. She is. So, yeah, you know, you're right. Finding the right therapist cannot, sometimes that's not easy for people. And sometimes, um, you know, sometimes people have to go try two or three different ones. I know 
with me, I was afraid it was going to be something like the ones you see on TV that go, and how does that make you feel? And how does that make you feel? Well, what I'd rather yeah, have is, I, yeah, but mine was this little short Italian lady, and sometimes she would, she had this little chair, like a little swivel um, armchair, and she was so short that her feet didn't touch the ground, and then sometimes she would say stuff oh, like, what, why don't you call your mother and tell her to fuck off? Ah, ha, ha, ha. And she would laugh, and when she <laughs> laughed, her chair would roll back, and her feet would go up in the air, you know, but she, she was great. Oh, God, that's <laughs> awful. That sounds like something good for me, uh, for a book character. Oh, she's fantastic. I was, the only other one I would want to see is the one that Jane Lynch plays on um, Two and a Half Men. So, <laughs> If you've ever yeah, seen definitely. her. Yeah. All right, we have another call yeah. here. Um, okay, welcome to Madam Perry Salon. Just introduce yourself and say hello to Adelia and Jennifer. Hey, uh, Madam Perry, it's Marilyn Opus. Hey, Marilyn. We haven't heard Hi. from you in a while. How you doing? Yeah. Hello, ladies. How is everyone tonight? Hi. <laughs> Hi. So, hey. so I'm I'm really fascinated by these uh, new generation. Um, I have, I'm on all the social media trying to boost my business and different aspects of my business and different things. And Jennifer, now I guess we found each other through. One type of social media, and we've known each other through, you know, every day. <laughs> yeah, we do. Face to face yet? COVID got in the way, but um, you know, we've done some things together. But um, but my thing is that I have been in. I started making YouTube videos ten years ago. I, you know, I got on Instagram in two thousand nine. I I don't know what what I'm doing or what I'm putting out there, but I only have 85 followers on YouTube, and I can't seem to get more than you know. Maybe I'm lucky if I get five people on a Facebook Live, or and I'm coming on you know reasonably around the same time, posting as you know two twice a week or uh, on YouTube, and I'm. You know, trying to and, and doing, trying to do different types of pictures and try, but you know, I'm I'm just like stuck in a rut, and I'm not sure why. And I don't know if it's an age thing or if I'm using the wrong hashtags or <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know what it, it seems like. Somebody that's younger. I mean, I'm in my fifties and. Um, you know, for all the people who say, "Oh, you don't look it." Well, all it takes, all somehow it takes us to be a new, fresh face, and next thing you know, they've got over twenty thousand, thirty thousand, fifty thousand, seventy thousand. It's like, well, how did they get all that? And I'm been in this game all this time. <laughs> okay, well, let me say That's to it. Adelia, Adelia, um, Marilyn, um. She's a makeup artist, hairdresser. She also does uh, photography, uh, especially some real estate photography lately. And so she makes a lot of videos doing makeup, uh, hairstyles, and then sometimes some specialty makeup, uh, special effects things. So that's what she does. Okay. So, so um, Marilyn, this is the woman that's got your answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My advice for you, I think you might be – using the wrong platforms. Um, if you're doing makeup transitions, photography, stuff like that, TikTok is going to be the place for you to grow the easiest because for okay. some reason the Facebook algorithms, the Instagram algorithms, even YouTube algorithms, it can be very, very hard to grow. And the TikTok algorithm has been um, 
what has made it the easiest. And something I suggest too, which I just started doing for my new podcast, um, that's offensive because, you know, I'm starting off with no followers on that TikTok page, although my other one has a good amount of followers. I am right. doing a campaign. So you can do campaigns on TikTok for views, for, like, basically it'll ask you, like, do you want, like, what is your main goal here? Is it followers? Is it, um, is it pe- for people to click on your website? And then there was one other, but I, I don't think I wanted that. Um, so do a lot of options and something to do on TikTok to get on people's for you pages is um, to find the trending sounds. So there's a few apps. I think one of them is called Trend Talk, where you can uh-huh. find what the sounds are for you to do makeup transitions with. So it does uh-huh. make you, like you need to be a little, a little. Um, I don't know. Like I can't even do some of the transitions, but also I'm not very artsy, so uh-huh. I, I can't transitions. But if you can uh-huh. learn how to do the transitions, a lot of people blow up. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, well, I that, that would be my that some, of the, some of these things with the stories and the reels, you're now able to add music to certain things, whereas there were, mm-hmm. you know, there's still you can't add do things with Facebook with, and put music behind you when you're just in your house. You know, you can't just – so they're like, oh, you get blocked. So for, for a long time, I worked without music, and, and I just got used to it. But then I even just was – what is it? Well, they have, like, what is it, like a short or a reel, whatever they call it on Facebook. On YouTube, what I you know, and you can just choose the song, and just doing that made my thing have so much more that that little short have so much more activity just by adding that. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, this is the, my thing is is that a lot of the music. I mean, it takes a lot to find music that really reflects what I'm doing, or it's like you know these are the choices, and you just just have to grab one. And I feel kind of weird about that because I feel like. That's like using their who they're choosing to promote music. Maybe I'm too much in my head about it, but I feel like they're choose they're making the choice of who to promote this pot. They're, they're choosing who to be popular for the music mm-hmm. and for those things. So I kind of have you know. So that's a, that's another thing where I kind of. Um, whereas I notice people your age don't think about it like, oh, here's here's so and so song. I like that song. Boom, throw it in. You know, <laughs> you don't think about uh-huh. it. You know, thinking about it at the same level as I am, because I'd be like, well, if I was going to choose something, I wouldn't choose those those songs. But if those are the choices, I have to choose them, you know. <laughs> and then sometimes it's a song yeah. I never knew, but I think it's cool, you know. But I I don't know. I think that's I think that's my I think that's where I've been blocked with some of that with TikTok mm-hmm. and a lot of those things. Um, and as well as you some things that have an easier way to learn. Yeah, yeah. You could you could try a different angle with your post and what I mean, I'm older, so I mean I I have a different perspective. Um uh-huh. right, right, right. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Just, yeah. I've been building my social media and my followings and the more you share about yourself, the more vulnerable you are. I think people appreciate that. It's, I mean, I, oh, I mean okay. as a writer, right, that my my fans want to know more about me cuz I write very um, I write about things that are very real and uh-huh. a lot of things that actually um, Adelia is talking about, just self-love uh-huh. and the voices that we have, body dysmorphia and addiction and oh, rehab yeah. and and friendships and women, you know, friendships is how hard things right. can be. Just 
And I think if you just share things about yourself, um, uh-huh. it, 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 it draws people in. Right, right. Well, that's good, too. I, I have started to do that a little bit more, but I haven't, I'm feeling <laughs> like I'm stuck. But that's some good advice. It's a very good advice. I appreciate it. Thank you. And, and Marilyn, just so yeah. I can give, just so I can give cred uh, to, to what Jennifer Irwin's telling you, is that um, her, her, her Twitter alone has 51.6,000 followers. So, Wow. Wow. That's great. So almost 52,000 followers. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, I so, mean, she, it's, so it's, she's, it takes time to grow your platform, and especially as an older person, but you just have to find your angle and find um, what you and what 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 you want to talk about, and that's something that that people might be interested in about you. And um, I mean, I, I'm Definitely. sponsored by a lot of businesses now on Instagram as an older person, so I mean, that's really nice too. I mean, there's room uh-huh. for everybody. That's, that's right. the oh, yeah. thing about yeah. social media. But the hardest thing is 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 getting. Uh, somehow, I mean, even if I, when I started thinking, okay, maybe I'll just aim more for the older and start using the hashtags that a lot of the older, the popular businesses that were aimed, that <laughs> didn't work for me. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I, I have some things that are working okay, but just okay. And other things, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm on, I'm on my phone all day doing every, doing everything and, I'm not, um, I'm not spinning. So, uh, but that's some very good advice about being showing more vulnerability and showing more, um, more of the, more of my story behind it, and uh, mm-hmm. and and that that's good. That's that's really good. And giving more of my po- real point of view, and less of less of the similar type of content. Yeah. Because it's uh, you know a lot of times I'm doing stuff that's kind of rep- you know if I'm always doing makeup or if I'm always doing something that's you know it's kind of repetitive you know so I do, do try to mix it up a little bit but with homey homey type stuff or recipes or you know different things or even just talking things and uh, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay, I it taking action is the main thing, you know, mm-hmm. is is putting action in a new in a new way. But I really have to, uh, I really respect what a lot of the younger people are doing, and especially with the the OnlyFans thing just exploded with, especially with the mm-hmm. when people to be home, and that's just mm-hmm. incredible. Um, and I've I've yeah. seen people who are using it who are not necessarily doing it in terms of where it's goes to or to pornography or I've seen some people just use them to help promote their businesses and different things and so it's very it's very cool to see it as a new platform so uh, that's mm-hmm. awesome well well thanks so much I hope you all have a great evening and and uh, wish everyone luck with the good, good luck for the future <laughs> well thank you thank you Thanks, Marilyn. Uh-huh. I appreciate you calling. And also, um, I was going to say, Jennifer, um, I'm going to, I tell you what, everybody that's called in and everybody's interested, I'm going to put everyone's email, like how they used to do Follow Friday on, on Twitter, and some people uh-huh. still do. I'm going to put everybody's email, <laughs> uh, I mean, a Twitter, let's see, uh, the new one for Adelia is for That's Offensive Podcast, and it's at of expensive pod um and then one underscore so i'm going to share hers and jennifer irwin's and yours everybody that just messaging you 
And I'm going to put whatever, great. Twitter, so Instagram, everything, everything. I will share them all in one big bunch on every social media thing I've got. If you send me all of yours, um, you show me awesome. yours, and I'll show everybody everybody's, okay? <laughs> all right. Good. Thanks so much. All right. Take Thanks care. Thanks so much. All right. Love Bye. You Bye. Okay, so that's what you're teaching here. The other the other topic I have from you was how to empower and empower. I might have mentioned this already. How to empower creators to be in charge of their own brand. And I think you've already been uh, trying to explain that to us and show us how that works about being in control of who you work with. But what else can you teach us, Adelia? We're we're here to learn from you. You're our guru. <laughs> um. I mean, this is, like, the advice I try to give everybody, but, like, who else is you? Like, no one else is you. Your That's brand true. needs to be, like, authentically yourself. And it's, like, let's just say, like, I mean, someone might be, like, oh, my God, my brand is so boring. I just, like, book, stuff like that. Like, you know what, how, what a big audience there is for, like, people who love fictional books and you can, like, do dress up for the fictional books or, like, there's just so many things that you can do, even if you think it's, like, a boring subject that no one will care about. There's a lot of different avenues you can go, just depending on, like, what you're passionate about. Um, So I I just highly encourage everyone to be yourself no matter what. I mean, you might like... I absolutely love that. Yeah, yeah, that's 100%. for, like, on my podcast, for example, I feel like I'm, like, a cracked-out version of myself. Like, not literal crack, but, like, I drink a lot of caffeine. I talk really fast. Like, I have a point to prove. And it's, like, you know, that's, like, definitely a version of myself. And then I kind of show a different version of myself on Instagram, a different version of myself on OnlyFans. So that, like, throughout all these platforms that I'm using, people can really get a feel of my personality. And, I mean, mm-hmm. who else is my personality? <laughs> Um, I just highly encourage people to, like, use all of the platforms that they can. And I know it can be a little time-consuming if you don't, like, I mean, I have a lot of extra help. Like, I pay for the extra help because I know I can't really do things on my own. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I could. I'm doing a lot less. <laughs> so for the people who are just getting started, I highly encourage um, utilizing TikTok. Um, honestly, Twitter as well because Twitter it's not easy to get a big following quickly, but if you're really consistent with Twitter, like I've gained 4,000 followers in like three weeks because I just had my old Twitter deleted for my header picture. Um, Social media censorship is getting a little crazy, but um, Twitter and TikTok, I think with consistency, it's the easiest to grow. Um, Like Instagram, for example, you have to pay for a lot of ads to grow, which, you know, I'm completely down to pay for the ads to grow and, like, paying mm-hmm. influencers to shop and do all that stuff. But, you know, for not everyone's as fortunate. So Twitter and TikTok is where I recommend people to start. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's great. No, I, I, I think you have really good advice. And I, I, I love how you're, you are taking care of yourself and taking time to, like, for self-care um, so that you don't get burned out. Because I, I do see it happening a lot with people your age that are very, very – um, dependent on the, on their career for social their social media is their career basically it's it's a lot it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of work but yeah like you said it's fun yeah. and it's lucrative so yeah very lucrative there. you yeah. can miss a whole trip if you're off your phone for a few days <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's yeah, what um, 
Someone asked me, I was at a, a party two weeks ago, and a woman who uh, runs an interior design business was asking me about stuff like Twitter and all, because I said, well, you know, one of my clients is an aerospace company, and another, of course, Jennifer Irwin, and I said, you know, you, you've got different things. Some of it's similar in technique, trying to grow, and some of it's not. And um, what did I say to her? I was going somewhere with that. Never mind. Just keep talking. I'll, I'll remember it. Um, <laughs> oh, I know. I said you've got to be consistent. You know, sometimes people say try the same time every day. You'll meet the same people on there, uh, and you know you've got to engage. You've got to engage. It can't be all me, me, me. And that's one thing too. You know, you you guys both know how to engage with other people, make other people feel important when they come on your social media. And I was telling this woman, I said, look, four years ago, when Jennifer and I were on a, uh, what did you call it, the Thelma and Louise tour for your first book across the country, (laughs) uh, several states, I said, you know, I'd be driving and she'd be doing social media the whole time, you know, but if she had to drive, you know, I mean, it does, it takes, you have to have help, you have to have support, you have to have help, because that that is work, and a lot of what we do sometimes, and you know this too, Adelia. Sometimes what I do for clients or for business, people can walk by and look at it and think, well, all that woman does is play on social media all day. Mm-hmm. You know, she must not have a damn thing to do, and but it's not. It's work, you know, and it's strategy, and it and it's timing, and it's reaching out to other people and listening to them as well. So it's not a. Yeah. It's not easy. It's but a I, lot I, of work. Just said about taking a day off or letting taking your eye off the ball because people's attention spans are very short these days and it's stimulation over overload on social media so they'll just move along to someone else and you got to exactly. you got to stay on it. Yeah, I definitely noticed. Like, I mean, it, it sucks because like TikTok keeps like banning me from posting. And it, like, it really does affect my OnlyFans numbers, and it really does affect, like, other areas in my life when they ban me from posting. And it, like, almost demotivates me to be, like, creative. And it just it takes away the consistency that I encourage so many people to do. And I just – it's so – I mean, I see so many girls in, like, bathing suits and, you know, being able to, like, show their butts in bathing suits, and I've never been able to do anything like that. And my account is still always so getting why flagged. Why do you think they're singling you out? Yeah, why? I want to know. Um, so some people have, like, TikTok connections where they basically pay to make their account go under the radar. And I just uh-huh. don't have those TikTok connections. So it's uh-huh. a little bit of an unfair advantage to a lot of people um, paying people off. Hmm. Um, mm. But I do think it's unfair, and it's something that, like, Instagram – like, actually not Twitter. Twitter's, like, the one that it's, like, if you're deleted, you can't really pay anyone. But Twitter and – or uh, Instagram and TikTok are pretty bad about that. And it's, like, really affecting people's livelihoods. That's really sad. I mean, that's just – Yeah, sad. it is. I, that's I kind of mafia-like. Yeah, like, unless oh, you yeah. hit a certain level of TikTok where they have to start really paying you, they show your content less because they don't like paying you. They'll just find the next best thing. Yeah, they, that, you know, they've got they better not pay you. So all of a sudden, your stuff isn't getting seen as much. It's not in the forefront. It's, it's, it, yeah. There's definitely ways they get around it when you start getting really big. But that's terrible that they're blocking you from, um, you know, from, like they're cutting off your account. That's just terrible. 
Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate because I'm currently on like my fourth Instagram account um, because they keep deleting me. Like it's funny because my last account that they deleted, I finally hit over 300,000 followers, and this was kind of why I took a break from social media and like working and stuff too. Because like imagine growing your empire or like you know just putting that much work into something and then Instagram oh, taking it away. Yeah, yeah thanks for having. I didn't have any violations, like, I didn't break any of their rules, and then all of a sudden, one day, my account was gone for breaking terms of service, and it couldn't even oh. tell me what I did that broke terms of service. Now, that's wacky. To me, that means two things. They're afraid of your power. And that's how it sounds Probably. to me. And also, yeah, I mean, seriously. And also, I mean, I handle Reddit for, for my aerospace client. That's one of the things I handle for them. And one day they got some message. Uh, the marketing manager got a message from them that something I was, they were blocked for a couple of days. And she said, should I be concerned about this? Is this something you want to tell me? And I said, listen, oh, I consider, <laughs> yeah, really, I said, cause so, she had never said anything. Everything I do, you know, they're happy with. So this time she says, should I be concerned? Just, just let me know. And I said, listen, I consider Reddit, because most people don't want to touch it, and they don't want to touch it. That's why they had me do it. I said, I consider Reddit to be the Dr. Sheldon Cooper of social media, you know, for Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. meaning you never know what you've done wrong, but just all of a sudden you're in Reddit jail. So, <laughs> but well, yeah. anyway, uh, so that's it. Let's see. I think uh, uh, Adelia's dropped off for a second, but... Maybe she'll come back. Maybe we'll call her back. But anyway, Jennifer, um, I am just so so proud of all the reviews for your new book. Oh, here she is again. Um, Sorry, I I don't know what happened. My phone just sometimes randomly likes to hang up on people. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to call you back. I was going to say, was it something I said? Maybe it's just my accent. It sounded wrong. But, you know. so when I used to work in sales, my phone would do this all the time. And, like, I've called Verizon, I've called, like, the phone company, and they're like, there's nothing wrong with your phone. And you know how many sales calls that probably fucked up for me that my phone would just drop (laughs) mid-conversation? Well, you didn't belong there anyway. (laughs) Oh, no, definitely not. (laughs) No, you belong exactly where you are. See, yeah, that would be a rough thing to deal with in sales. As far as me, I don't have that problem so much, but when I used to work for HBO, documentary premieres and do all their publicity i used to get people call you know and they'd hear dogs barking and they don't want to is that a dog if you got dogs and they think that you're in the hbo office not that you're at your home so i'd say mm-hmm. oh uh it's um yeah it's take your dog to work day at hbo <laughs> and they go oh my god that is so cool you get to take your dog to hbo i go yeah 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 and i wondered after that if anybody ever goes to hbo and goes oh is it not dog day <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i know i know it's crazy but anyway um adelia you've been so generous not only with your time but with your information i'll tell you what so who else is you? If you put that on anything from a tote bag, T-shirt, I, I, I mm-hmm. would buy a bunch of them and give them out for gifts. Um, I don't care if, if you wrote down the side of a leg on some assless chaps. I would, well, I wouldn't wear it, but I would give it to somebody <laughs> else to wear. 
Okay. My my Mexican esthetician, she's always saying, Girl, how did you get an ass like that? I said, Please don't, don't, don't. So <laughs> every black friend and every Latina friend has always said, You don't have a white girl ass, do you? You got one like us. So yeah, I don't need to be an assless chap. I don't need that much attention. Uh, unless unless <laughs> I get an OnlyFans page or something or TikTok. Wait a minute, I've just had an epiphany. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. And I've got all my new information. Anyway, thank you for being so generous with your info and uh, all that you've taught us. And thanks to our callers. Uh, Jennifer Irwin, best of luck. Your brand new book, Address the Color of the Moon. I'll be sharing that on all of my social media, as well as Adelia Acker. Brand new podcast, That's Offensive. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to share that everywhere. And make Go ahead. So nice to meet you, Adelia. I'm very impressed by your insightfulness. <laughs> so nice and, to meet you guys. So much for having so me on. You're in Cal- you're in Los Angeles, and so is Jennifer. So maybe you're one of each other one day at Ralph's or the Starbucks or something. And um, <laughs> and you can laugh about me when you send me those assless chats. <laughs> yes, please, Adelia. Adelia, I'd be so grateful. Um, I really would. <laughs> So thank you so much for being my guest. Much success to both of you. And please make sure I have all the information to share, all the stuff about you everywhere with everyone because you're both fantastic women, and I have had a ball tonight. Thank you. Everybody be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. And I'll see you next week with Ann (laughs) Bremner, a legal advisor on CNN. We'll be here, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. So thank you, everybody. Good night. Jennifer, good night, Adelia. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.